today's episode, I talk about hip pain, specifically with a rider. And we know that rider hip pain can be a huge problem. I suffered from this myself a couple years ago, and I would get pain right in the very front of my hip. And it was worse when I rode a horse that was fatter versus one that was skinnier. And um, so I found a few tips and tricks that helped, and I applied them to the physical therapy program that I had developed. So if you're having some hip pain and you're a rider, I hope you enjoy this podcast. Uh, The other thing about this podcast is it talks about uh, joint replacement. And so if you are considering joint replacement, um, I want you to listen to this because there's some good sage advice from Carrie Lemons, who I talked to in this episode, and um, know that it doesn't mean that you're always going to be pain-free after your hip replacement or your knee replacement. So um, I think this is a good episode for physical therapy. Obviously, I'm a physical therapist, so I might be a little bit biased, but I, I do really think there's a lot of good things to get out of this episode. If you are having some pain and you want to try the exercises that we're talking about in the uh, podcast, then please go to our Teachable website. It is pivotpointequine.teachable.com. And if you go to the back pain program, that actually is set up to get the hips moving better as well. And so even though you may not be having back pain, but you're having hip pain, uh, it actually improves the position of the pelvis, which makes the back work better and also makes the hip work better. So I hope you enjoy this episode. If you do, please share it with others. Uh, We would like to get more listeners to our podcast. And if you don't like it, then please just move on. Welcome, everybody. This is Becky Pearson with Pearson Physical Therapy and Pivot Point Equine and Rider Rehab. And today I have the pleasure of being joined by Carrie Lemon. So we wanted to visit with Carrie today because Carrie is in a very unique situation in that um, she was having some hip pain. And her and I met when she came to uh, the Phil Haugen uh, Horsemanship and Barrel Racing Clinic that we hosted. And uh, we got to talking afterwards and um, talking about her hip pain. And so, Carrie, take us through your process. Like, how long ago did um, did you have your hip replacement? And um, what did that look like beforehand? And um, tell me a little bit about that whole process. Well, it'll be eight years in October. And before that, It'd been several years, been in pain, but, you know, just lived with it, didn't worry about it until I was doing CrossFit with my son, doing really good. And then one day I couldn't even go up the stairs. I could not walk at all, put any, lift my leg. So I went in and they injected it because I had to go up to Cody for a week thing for my son for his shooting stuff so I was like I got to be able to walk so they did and it lasted like 10 days is all they helped me mm. that's it mm. and so I went back again and then I think I made a surgeon and so uh the the doctor that you went to he went with a what they call posterior approach right he went in from the back 
Was the pain different before and after surgery? Um, well, I guess, I guess for like a couple, well, maybe months after I had it, it was a little better, but the pain okay. still was in my groin. It still okay. never went away. Um, so finally, after seven years <laughs> of being in pain and thinking I just needed to live with it, I finally on a different insurance. Um, so I went to a different uh, facility and where I wanted to go originally, but I couldn't because of my insurance. Okay. He looked at it and he's like, well, you can lose a hundred pounds if you want to, but it's still going to hurt because he put the wrong size up over the ball. I don't know how that all works, but he says it's tension. Every time I raise my leg, like when I go to get on my horse, I do a straight leg lift and I'm trying to work out or something, I can't do it. And it pinches the psoas muscle. It rubs on okay. Mm -hmm. so. so then his solution was that you needed your hip revised, right? right. That and or clip that muscle. And I was not really interested in that because I yeah. thought I'm going to lose strength and I need strength in that so I don't fall off my horse. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So you were having trouble when, when you and I met, you were having trouble getting your leg into your pickup. Mm -hmm. uh, were you having trouble going upstairs? Yep. yep. Getting on your horse. Oh, yes, because it's my left leg. I can get on my, with my right leg. <laughs> but, yeah. You know, get on the left. So I have to have a stool to get on. Yeah. And my horse is tall anyway, but. Yeah. Yeah. I, I use a stool too, but um, it's just because <laughs> I'm, I have a very tall horse as well. And yes. uh, yeah, I don't, I, I'm 48 years old. I don't need to struggle. I don't have anything to prove. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so you and I started talking after, uh, after the clinic got over on Sunday about the pain that you were having, and you were telling me a little bit about what this doctor had told you. And so I took a look at you, um, and Carrie is from Torrington, Wyoming. So she isn't just right here, which Torrington is about four hours, isn't it from us? Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so, um, we, we were able to look at things uh we actually looked at you in in my barn <laughs> and so i appreciate you being uh, flexible on that and um basically what i felt like your muscles weren't allowing your um hip bone to ever get shifted to the back side of the joint because you had some tightness back there from the previous surgeries and a lot of times people will have that tightness before they ever have surgery too and then um with uh the approach that they did with you they uh going through the back there is a risk for re-dislocating that hip because they basically have to dislocate it to replace it and so a lot of doctors don't want you crossing your legs. They don't want you bending over to touch your toes or put your shoes on because they're worried about you re-dislocating. And so I think that also feeds into this pattern that continued to keep you in pain. And so we went through um, the assessment and we tried a few things. Um, I didn't know for sure if it was gonna help or not, but I thought it was gonna be worth the try. And um, tell me, what did you what did you think about the exercises, the process of doing that? Um, was it complicated? 
Was it weird? <laughs> oh, no, they're not complicated at all. They're super easy. And the one I use the most is probably while I'm driving. No, yes. Have me do the one. And uh, that one gets used a lot almost every time I drive because everywhere I drive is half an hour, 45 minutes at least, right? So right. Um, I just do that, kind of make a game out of that one and do it <laughs> at different road signs, driveways, whatever, switch my legs. So um, good. That way I'm not really thinking about it, just doing it. Right, right. And it kind of does become a habit for people when they get into the vehicle to um, shift their hips and engage the inner thighs. And um, so you started noticing even that evening, you started noticing a little bit of a difference in some I things. Did. Okay, I did with the stretches just we did in the barn. And just and then that morning I did, did them again. And even yesterday, I was like, oh, my hip kind of aching, you know, with the weather and all that stuff. Well, I did my stretches right. and it's like so much better. <laughs> it only takes a couple good. minutes. Good, yeah. good, good. And so um, now you are able to lift your leg into your pickup better. Better. It still better. hurts. It Painful. still pinches, okay. but I can okay. do it without having to grab my pant leg and lift it in. So, okay. And I can, I feel better riding. I can notice. Okay. I can actually use my left leg instead of just kind of holding on for dear life. <laughs> <laughs> the hope and pray method. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and you've been, it's been about a month, right? Yeah, just about a month, not I quite. A month, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, well, that's awesome. Uh, stairs, are they? Um, They're better uh, okay. since I'm doing that one stretch on the steps. That one, yep. it, it is tough still to, to, to push myself back up, but yeah. walking up, I can do it now. I can lead with that leg a little bit more um, and not have to step up with my right and then my left kind of can walk up, but it it's not, I'm not going to be running any stairs, <laughs> <laughs> but at least I can do it a little yeah. easier. Yeah, um, I still, I don't know if this is going to go save me from having to have that revised i don't know um i'm hoping i did cancel my appointment with the surgeon to schedule something in the fall but <laughs> I, I, I i'm hoping i don't have yeah. to but uh, i don't know if it's going to take it away completely but if it gets me through the summer i'm good yeah and that's what your goal was when you and i talked was like you said, you know, I just don't have time to go get this revised right now. Like I want to wait I, because you felt like you lost last summer because your horse was having right. some problems and health issues. And so then you're like, now, dang it. Now I'm having the health issues. And so I don't want to lose another summer of recuperating from this hip replacement. And so I'm like, well, let's, let's go ahead and give it a shot. And that's, you know, we're not telling people that you know, if their doctors have told them they need a hip replacement or a knee replacement or shoulder replacement, we're not telling them, no, your doctor's wrong, try PT instead. But let's try some PT to give you some more comfort and maybe postpone it a little bit because you're pretty young. And, you know, right. joint replacements are not meant to last forever. And so, you know, even if somebody is, is, young like yourself and they want to wait a little bit to have that 
joint hopefully lasts them the rest of their life. You know, that's, that's our goal with this is just give you more comfort while you're trying to live your life and, you know, maybe get it to where it's a little bit more of a convenient time. I don't know if there ever is, but um, give you some more comfort in the meantime. So, right. Well, I wish I would have asked you before the clinic. Because <laughs> then it would have probably worked to help me ride better there. But um, also, I wish that I would have known some of these exercises before I had surgery. Sure. Yeah. And it's possible I may not have had a habit. You know, I don't know. You know, it is, it, you'll, you'll never know. And, um, the best we can do is to, you know, try to keep the muscles balanced right now and keep your right hip in good shape, you know? So, um, doing this stuff on, on the other hip is if you can, you know, I think hopefully that'll help that as well. And, um, you know, the other thing I think advice that I would give people is, you know, don't just ignore the pain and think that you have to live through it. Um, because, you know, if somebody does tell you, if a doctor does tell you, well, you do need hip replacement, um, you know, but you're not quite ready. Don't just assume that you have to be in pain until you're ready to go in for surgery. Because a lot of times those surgeons, you know, they're doing what they know how to do is, is surgery. And uh, having that conversation with your surgeon of, well, can I try physical therapy to see if that will give me some pain relief? Hopefully he's like, yes, go ahead and try, you know. Um, and even if they aren't very supportive, uh, a lot of times they don't quite know what all we can do in physical therapy. And so um, visiting with a physical therapist about it uh, can give you a better idea if you're a good good candidate or not. And sometimes it's just a matter of trying it and seeing if it does work for you. So yeah, I look back and I, I sure wish I would have tried it <laughs> before. Yeah. But, oh, well, yeah. hindsight's yeah. 2020. So exactly. So do you have any words of advice for anybody that's in the same situation as you that, um, that you, that you would tell people? Get a second opinion. <laughs> get a second opinion, and get a good physical therapist. You know, I spent all this money doing therapy and doing everything for my horses, but of course, we put ourselves on the back burner. Yeah. Um, try to try to keep yourself in good shape. Um, yeah, tr you know, and that's we all have different approaches. We all have different training that we use, and. Um, a lot of the stuff that I use is not, you know, I didn't invent it. I didn't, you know, I wasn't the one to come up with this stuff, but I've had some different training than a lot of PTs do. And, um, you know, if somebody is watching this from a distance, um, obviously you and I met in person. And so we do have online like videos and um, handouts and stuff for people. Um, and so, uh, that is an option if you feel like, um, you know, you want to give this a try, your, your physical therapist or your doctor hasn't, it hasn't helped yet. Um, I'm not saying this is totally going to take care of your pain, but it is a little different approach than what most um, people go through with standard physical therapy. And so we'd be happy to visit with people telehealth 
and um, conference calling kind of stuff and see what we can do from a distance. Or if you're able to travel to central Nebraska, I do have people that do come in. I've had them come in from South Dakota, um, from Kansas, uh, from Colorado, um, and they've done a consult with me here in the clinic. And then we, then we do stuff over, over telehealth type of things. So those are all um, different options that people have. So, well, Carrie, I sure appreciate you joining me today for this. And um, hopefully people will get some good information out of it and, um, and ask more questions of their surgeon when they say you need a joint replacement and um, have, have conversations with their physical therapist and have conversations with their surgeons and um, just make sure you're very aware of your options before you go in there and, and have them uh, change that joint. So, all right. Well, thank you very much. All right. Thank you. Thank you.